The only constant in business is change. Welcome to Trends, Bends, and Opportunities, the show that explores business ups, downs, and possibilities. I'm Pat Lynch, and I'm a retired police supervisor, and now I teach and mentor real estate agents who are looking to stand out above the rest. My partner is Dr. Lauren Murfield. He's a former college professor who now works with business leaders, small and large, to do what they never thought possible. Together, we're Doc and the Cop, and we're here to help you think bigger, reach higher, and do what you never thought possible in order to deliver disruptive success for today's world. Let's go. So welcome back to Trends, Bends, and Opportunities, the show that takes a look at business ups, downs, and everything in between. And I'm here with my cohort, Dr. Lauren Murfield. Say hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Hello to everybody out there. We're glad to have you back. We have a special show for you today. And we got, before we get to Gap, let's just talk a little bit about Thursday and Friday. We have a business consultant from Boston, Edith Anderic Harvey. Hey, from, hey Doc, uh, I think it's Baston. Say Boston. Baston. Yeah, that's true. You know, you park the car in the car park. You know, true story. I was going through Boston and we were in the uh, farmer's market. We saw somebody throw down a pallet and yell at a guy and he said, you can't park your car here. <laughs> but it couldn't be any more classic than that, stereotypical. But uh, I don't think Edith's got such a strong accent, but she's gonna have a good perspective. Then on Friday, we've got a really good perspective as well. Kelly Flannery of the South Tampa Chamber of Commerce, bring it back home. We've gone to Mexico, or we've gone to Georgia and then Mexico and now Minneapolis. Uh, my bad, I've been saying Chicago all week. Um, it's all the same to you Floridians. Everything north of, uh, say, Nashville is all you know, I think, west to you. People. I think you're more of a Floridian than I am because you've been here longer. <laughs> you just keep going to Georgia on every every other weekend. But um, so we've got we've got good shows, and next week we have got uh, a great show, and we're booking out even two weeks from now. A lot of good stuff, a lot of good input. Really looking around, but today, can I go ahead and introduce our guest, Pat? Go ahead. Our, our guest today is, is really unique. He, I met him when he was a member of the Center Club when he was just kind of there briefly, but he moved on to Minneapolis as a business consultant. But the thing he's gonna give us is not only that business mindset, that uh, mindset from the great white North, but also from his home country of Poland. So we're gonna once again go international. And so Ted, I'm not saying that right. Walczyk. Yeah, Pat, you're the you're the Polish guy. Tell us. <laughs> Dad, welcome. Tad Kowalczyk. Kowalczyk. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here and join you, gentlemen. And uh, it was my this privilege. So let's start. What do we have to talk about? Well, let's start in Minneapolis. What are you seeing there as far as the trends in business, the trends in COVID? What's going on up there? Well, prior to COVID, it was a very thriving um, business community, as probably everybody knows. Uh, there's 17 Fortune 500 companies located here, including 3M. Um, 
around those big businesses, there were always smaller businesses that can really make their living. So that was very, very good uh, environment for any companies that would like to, would like to grow. Uh, when the COVID came, that was um, probably like every part of the country got hit hard. Uh, and some industries are harder than another. For last seven years, I was involved in the manufacturing. So I'm still keeping up with uh, business owners in this field. And the orders may be slowed down, but not that much that someone may anticipate. So it seems like the country is still rolling somewhere under that COVID-19 and obviously producing something, uh, which, is, which is good. So for small manufacturing companies, it is not so much great impact of having uh, orders as cash flow because everybody's late paying their bills. So that's an issue right now for small businesses, at least in this area that I know, is that those 45, 60 days, it's not in existence anymore. It's going more to 90, 120. So consequently what happened, many businesses took those opportunities and took the loan uh, and converted that money that the government offers into the almost entirely to the payroll, uh, which rules are saying that 75% should go to the payroll at least most of them are going 100%. Uh, to extend the things to, to have these people, and many of those small businesses invested some money to protect their people. Um, the business that I know and I worked for, they invested about $35,000 in the, uh, stations for employees that they can disinfect it and, and all these other things. It's more complicated but is also more sophisticated, therefore that employees are getting more protection. Uh, I hope that everybody will be doing this and we can go much smoother through this tough time. Wow, so peop are people more, we, we talked to Mexico yesterday, a uh, friend that's down there, and he says the people there were very compliant, very willing to, uh, to do, what, do what was told. Um, here we see people that kind of push back, don't want to wear a mask even to a like Costco that requires them. Mm -hmm. um, having grown up in South Dakota, not that far from Minnesota, in Minneapolis, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the culture like as far as are they more compliant with that? Are the business owners? Um, how's that work? Yes, I think the Midwest always been a little bit more disciplined. Um, that's the part of the country that for me has been known as the very high uh, work ethics, work habits, and, uh, and the compliance with, um, with directions. So, but again, there is a small amount of people like everywhere else. Uh, it was not perhaps in some excess like in Michigan, um, but they're protesting you know, they do not believe perhaps that this is something serious. Uh, but overall, um, it wasn't too bad. But as, as, as soon as these restrictions have been a little bit lighter, 
it seems like that the people think that this is over mm. because that that drop of people wearing masks outside is tremendous. So the mayor of Minneapolis reinstated the things that when you are outside, you have to wear the mask. But this is right now, it's kind of the genie out of the bottle thing. So we'll, we'll see what's going to happen then, which is, you know, the latest development in Minneapolis uh, is not helping at all That's, that situation when the people are uh, in massive number protesting of the killing the person by the police. So what's going on inside the business when you talk about manufacturing? Are they wearing masks inside as well, or uh, how's that working? Yes, and, and the many businesses implemented the checking temperature of employees coming in and go and when they're leaving work. Like I said, you know, there, there are stations, disinfection stations available, uh, which means got a sanitizers and an alcohol-based products to kill anything instantly. Um, that the distancing in some manufacturing setup is uh, achievable. Um, so they are really marking floors and doing certain things to build this awareness. So sure. when that awareness is built up inside the business, people have that tendency to comply. So are they, are the manufacturing plants still, still working or are they shut down? Um, 